Last week on the show, we started the conversation on discipline in its various shapes and measures. This week, Uncle Silas Agaldo leads our guests, Antichichi Osagide, Tankat Musa, Tobia Mao, and Seth Kujay, as we continue asking the question on what discipline should look like moving forward. I'm Daniel Sully. Welcome to Youth Vibes. Enjoy the show. Okay, so um, generally, if you look around your age grade, people that have children and all that right now, um, what are some of the examples you think? Do you think um, a lot more people in our age group are doing good bringing up children or we're more permissive than, what, than how we were brought up? I think we're more permissive. Okay. I think that many people my age are more mm. permissive. That's my opinion. Mm. Because I see children get away with things that they shouldn't get away with. Mm. And I think another aspect of discipline that we also need to be very cautious about is discipline is correcting with the eyes of tomorrow. Okay. If you don't look at it from the perspective of tomorrow, you would um, you miss it and okay. then be permissive. Because you can say, ah, my parents flogged me. I will not do that to my children. Yes. Not because you just don't want to pass it on, mm. but then the child now gets away with so many things. Mm. If an older friend said to me, when her son was barely six, he was chasing a pregnant goat. And that day he got it hot from her. And I was like, what do you mean? She said, just add 10 years. He was like six. Add 10 years to, to that six, he'll be 16. Mm-hmm. For me, she said to me, she said to me, that is the height of insensitivity. A goat is already pregnant. You're not chasing it. <laughs> chasing it out of, you know, the goat was running and looking for yes. where to escape from yeah. this young boy. So she said, Chichi, add 10 years to six. He'll yes. be 16. It just is, that will be a young, insensitive man. Yes. Who, not necessarily to a pregnant woman, but just other just people around. Yes. yes. He's allowed to become insensitive and treat people like mm. whatever. Mm. And, when she said that to me, I think maybe my oldest was barely two or three. You sat down and thought. That stuck in my mind <laughs> that whatever discipline I met out, it is with the eyes of tomorrow. If mm-hmm. I allow this thing to grow beyond what it is, mm-hmm. what would it look like? Can I manage it? Mm-hmm. So that's for me now. Myself and my husband, we're, we're trying to see it with the eyes of tomorrow. Like, for instance, one of the things we're trying to correct is nobody's responsible for what you do. So when they come and say, it is because of so-and-so person, that's why I did this. I will not take it from you. You, still you have to rephrase your statement. You shall still did it. Yes, you did it. So <laughs> tell me how you are responsible for what you did. Mm-hmm. Because we're trying to teach them responsibility for their actions. Yes. So we demand that they rephrase that statement and take responsibility for what they did. And how the other person contributed? Well, that would be the, for that person to answer. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So, um, both of you, would you say that? Um, because obviously, both of you, the mothers were quicker with the hands. Mm-hmm. And guess yeah. what? You are now closer to them. Yeah. So, True. would you say their quick hands helped to draw you people closer to them, or what? Because, kai men, we have work in this Africa. <laughs> Yeah, because a lot of people, like in their older age, mm-hmm. die of depression. It's not old age mm-hmm. because they are lonely. Mm-hmm. The time that's men mostly. Mm-hmm. The time they need their children to be close to them, the children are 
they relate more with the mother, they call her more often if they are not in town and all that. So would you say is the beating that drew you guys closer to your mom so what? For me, it's not the beating. Because I felt like at some point, they realized that the beating was too much and then we're still doing the same mistakes and it was not helping anybody because if they beat me now and I leave your presence, I'll still go and commit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like, there, there was a day after, after, after beating, like, we still went out. It was my elder brother. We went to someone's farm and we, like, we stole. Let me, let me tell you. Hey, stole God. I, I, yeah. that. I, I don't do all those things again. We stole, like, a bag of cucumber. Like, you want the bag? I'm it's telling like you, like, some. We, we fetched, like, a bag. So, baku bag, like, a complete one. The unripe and the ripe ones all, and now we now came. And we thought it was we we're doing good to the house. Adventure, that so you brought we it now home. brought it back home, and then that my auntie I was talking about. We thought it was she was going to welcome the the, the saraban, right? but then she 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 sat God, us so down. She, she told us to start eating that thing one by one, and then we could not we could not finish a bag of like you get you get like we we, we kept on eating, and it became it, it became sorrowful, man. Like we started to cry like on the spot. We we <laughs> he actually ate a lot and we cried and later compassion oh, came out. So <laughs> we we had to go back to the farm and apologize for this, but mm-hmm. because we came and apologized, the the punishment wasn't so so much. Yes. The the farmer actually came and spoke to our parents and that that issue shall passed away. <laughs> Honestly, but then I feel like I I, I actually got closer to my own because after. After the beating, the beating didn't work, so she she started finding a way to get to her heart through words and all the kind of things. Yes. But it didn't it didn't come easy because even us be like ah, just finish talking, let's let's go let's away. Go. Like, <laughs> but then eventually we started to see reason God helped us. We started to see why they did certain things and mm. eventually but it's like it's just it one sided something like the mother realized before yes. I don't realize. <laughs> It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Mm, Seth, what about you? Is it the beating that drew you closer to your mom or what? No. For, okay, firstly, I, I spent most of my time with my mom growing up. Okay. Yeah, so be it the, the good, the bad, the ugly, we're always there. And then there's something she does after she beats you. There's a way she, she, she apologizes, but then she doesn't go straight to apologize yes but you, you know she's saying but sorry. me i know she's saying sorry that's always the way that she does it but then on my dad for my dad again he doesn't once he has done it does you, you should learn the lesson on just, le- just learn the it's lesson for you uh, it's for you <laughs> learn the lesson so like i, I remember the time i i i came 13th in class where i think 40 something and then for me it was ah, 13 is not my dad changed down for me, oh, like he really changed it. For like, why will you get thirteen position? And then my mom, she didn't even touch me. She was like, "You tried, it, you tried." Like so, over the years, growing up, and then he's not, he's not always around. He always travels, so I always spend time with her. And then we talk together. Sometimes she asks me like some questions. She she deliberately asks me like, "How was school today? How did they treat you in school? Those kind of things." And there was a time she called um, my form teacher. Mm-hmm. To tell him that she paid my school fees, but then I was sent out of class, and then they punished me. My dad didn't give me joy that day. Like I was like, but my dad, you like, why didn't you go and talk? <laughs> <laughs> like, like you gets like I'm telling you that this is what happened. They telling me why didn't I go and talk? Like he expected me to go and talk, fight for your rights. But then I came home, and then she took it in. So that that was that that is why I'm I am close to her right now. 
Okay. Yeah. Their parents listening. Uh, you are getting some expo of how to get <laughs> friends in the near future. <laughs> So do you think now, having the kind of children we're raising now who, who can um, air out their opinions, right? Do you think it's, um, what's the balance with how you were raised and how it is now? Do you think it is good that, oh, let's allow them talk or let's let them just do what we say or what? How do you think? There are some, uh, there, I think there, there should be a, the line between what is non-negotiable and what can be discussed. So I've said to my boys, don't touch the matches. <laughs> don't, don't touch the matches. Don't touch it. Mm-hmm. I've said, I've sang it, I have. Maybe the only thing I've not done is danced with it. I've said it and said it over again. So yesterday, my husband and I went out and they were home. So I, and I didn't even remind them about that instruction. But I came back and met more than eight matchsticks on the floor. Bad for themselves, they don't even know how to cover their tracks. <laughs> I made the matchstick, so I, that, that's one aspect as a parent. Now I'm learning where I must control my emotions. So, as we came home, my husband says to them, Oh, let's go, Bab. So, that gave me good time to calm down. I went, got my cane, and kept it. I even boiled water for them. Go and bath. You've had the hair cold, as <laughs> in, yes, go and bath, rub cream. Wear sweat and come and meet me. What have I said about matches? matches? Do you want to burn the house? I can't pay for a house, guys. <coughs> I was very nice and I said, so you're going to get, because I've said this not once, not twice, not thrice. And if we burn this house, this is an, our organization's house. What explanation would I? I said, do you want to burn the house? No, we don't want a fire accident. I said, but why do you keep, the last time the matchsticks were on the carpet. So there were bones on the carpet. So I needed, I, I told myself, I think that I have talked enough. I need to follow with action. And thank God, I was very calm. I was a very nice mommy yesterday, but everybody got their <laughs> share. Everybody who struck a match got their, got their share. And I think the message, in fact, today I just jokingly asked, I said, what are we not going to do with matches? Someone said, I will not touch matches. I say, yes, mm. don't touch it, except you are putting on the gas to boil water or something. But don't touch, no play. Not play with matches, and I'm hoping that that message sits home with them. Uh, so for me, I think that there's there should be issues that are non-negotiable because mm-hmm. danger is. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> if the house goes in flames, I, yeah. I, I've experienced what it means for a house to go. Uh, how, when I was a child, our house went in flames, so, so I have a mental yeah picture entrenched somewhere in my I head. It can be a trauma spot. For exactly. You so matches is a no-no for me. Mm. Uh-huh. So there's some non-negotiables. Then there should be some issues that we can talk about. So I think it's being able to draw the line and communicate what is non-negotiable to the child mm. and what is discussable, if, I, if there's any English like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Toby, she spoke about getting her cane. Amongst, when you, were, when you were growing up, who was, um, amongst your parents, who was the spanking parent, dad or mom? Oh, they were both. They were both spanking <laughs> my mom. My mom was with the slap. My dad was with the belt. So <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think my dad was more, more, um, more. Should I use the word? 
what can I use now? Disciplinarian? They were both disciplinarians, but then like he was quicker. Yes, quicker to to respond with. Um so basically I think there was this time that I was in primary school at that time and then um I was in class, I think I was in grade one that time. So we're having like an art project and then we we're working on something. So I was tired and I leaned back on my chair and I said, Ah, oh, I'm drunk. <laughs> and then my teacher heard that and she told my dad. <laughs> when she told my dad, my dad um told me to go and wait in the car. I sat down at the back seats. So as he picked as he was about to drive off, he just turned and looked at me. He started the car. I thought he was about to move. The next thing he did, he turned and knocked me. <laughs> <laughs> I first passed out <laughs> in the car. I slept. I cried, then I slept. We got okay, we, we went to um his workplace. I went to go and hide in one corner because, like, I just didn't want to be in his presence then. <laughs> then he discussed with, with my mom. After they discussed, they started speaking in Yoruba. And as I then, I didn't know Yoruba. I didn't understand Yoruba. But then, like, I got into trouble often. So, like, anytime they are discussing my punishment, it's always in Yoruba. So... <laughs> That's what made me even pick up the language because I wanted to know what they were planning like when, when, when we get home. So um, that day I heard him say um, he was going to like really discipline me when we get home. So I pretended like I was asleep. We got home. I quickly ran to the toilet. I locked the door <laughs> and pretended as if I was using the toilet. Then from um, after that... I waited for time to pass a bit. Mm -hmm. Then I came out of the toilet. I saw that he didn't look for me. I just thought everything was back to normal. I even said, let me let me just be sure. I went to pretend as if I was sleeping for like about two hours till in the night. <laughs> Good. It was like eight. So by like eight o'clock when I when I when I woke up or when I pretentiously woke up <laughs> <laughs> i went out um i saw that dinner i was ready i ate after i ate he called me as i came he now said i should go and bring the belt in his room wow <laughs> as he said that i i just like it felt like i should the ground should just open <laughs> and swallow me <laughs> so i went in i i got the belt but then like Oh, I had to test which one you, would <laughs> would hurt the most. Yourself. He had about, should I say, like about three different types of belts. They were all leather, though. So I was trying them on myself. Pick the lightest one. I looked for the lightest one, and I went to give him. But the way he used that belt on me, <laughs> it felt like there was no difference. Because, <laughs> like... I know that day I cried a lot, and then ever since then, um, I didn't make any jokes like that, and mm. that that whole scene stuck in my head, mm. like the whole um, 
I, I thought I could outsmart him. The whole experience the, of the yeah. day <laughs> after that school. <laughs> so since then, I, I've been, I never made any joke like that. And <laughs> so, so if I ask you, do you think he was extreme? What would you, if yes, what would you have had him do differently? get the message down to you did you just said you were drunk you could be drunk in the holy ghost <laughs> <laughs> you understand it was, it was like you say oh let me drink something and be drunk you well, as a then i thought he overreacted mm. I, I thought he overreacted because i just i just said it as a casual joke yeah and it didn't really mean anything, anything. to me but then like thinking back and like recalling he's my dad is not an alcoholic so mm-hmm. like he so jokes like that it tends to it triggers him trigger him to like he spotted that okay this is one minor thing that he can overlook but then overlooking it at the same time can graduate to something else probably would have if i had that mentality that saying i'm drunk was okay as a then then actually getting drunk <laughs> won't be a problem for me in future mm. yeah so um i feel like he did like he he was right with disciplining me but then mm. like as I then I didn't understand, so I felt like I felt like it's better he should have like sat me down to talk to me about we should have had a conversation about it yeah. and for me to realize why what I said was wrong. Because mm. to me, I just made made an innocent joke, but then I felt like he blew it out of yeah. proportion. Okay. Okay. Um and she as a mother. Yeah. At that times you've caught yourself being extreme or you think you went extreme with your children. Oh sure. Give us an example of <laughs> how it made you feel. Yeah. Um like Toby said, I'm for me I'm the I'm the quicker hand. <laughs> I'm the quicker hand. Um, my husband is very sleepers. patient. Yes, my my husband is very patient. But they know I think they also know the limits with him. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I'm the quicker hand. Or maybe also because I'm also the one they can see more visibly maybe that's why or my own kind of person um yeah i've caught myself being extreme and so that is why for me in fact that's one goal for me this Mm. year i want to be calmer about parenting no but the question is um what do you think is extreme in your own experience what you thought you there should be no injury in whatsoever discipline There should be no injury. Oh, so you've inflicted injury. Yes, the cane I use would draw maybe a mark. Oh, I use my mom used to call it a bring that cane that has ears. <laughs> <laughs> so and it's the same cane I use that has ears. So yes. sometimes as thin as those um branches may be and they are fresh. I don't use dry so I don't really Break. injure ears and hair. Mm. So it just bounces off your skin. Okay. But even with that, you'll see some lines sometimes. So for me, I know that sometimes those are extreme. That's why I'm learning to be, I'm trying to be calm. So that I'm not spanking or shouting in trying to communicate something that needs to be learned. Mm. Um, you're trying to get a message across. Like, you know, what may seem like a silly joke, a comment 
that needs to be discussed a little further if you just react yes the message might not be passed yes you lose the opportunity to because then all they see is the screaming or they see the mm. caning as an end in itself mm. so i'm in that place where i'm trying to, and i think for me that's also it's a new terrain new terrain in the sense that what you how you're raised Mm-hmm. and what you're, you're experiencing because the kind of children we have these days are i think different from who we used to be they're just I, children hey me i feel like they are different too it's a new species on, <laughs> on the surface of the earth yes I, I i that's how i feel i mean i know the kind of things i used to do i speak with bugs as a child yeah the, com- the conversations my kids are asking to have are strange <laughs> why shouldn't i dye my hair those are not the things that I worried about. Maybe because of what they are seeing. Yes. So mm-hmm. society determines how um, how everybody perceives life, mm-hmm. right? And they were born at the time society was accepting more and more of those kind of things. So I think they are just children. I think every child, as you said, everybody sees some total of his experience, mm-hmm. right? As they are small experience that they've had one, two years, mm-hmm. right? Totals who they are. So their mindset will be determined based on what they've seen and experienced. You know, during our time when we were growing up, it was tab- you, those ones were taboo. They don't used to hang around normal people, people that dyed their hair. Mm. But now there are pastors that have dyed hairs mm. in church and mm. the child will be looking, why is my parents being so... Exactly. <laughs> about this issue. I get, I understand. Okay. Now looking at, I guess you people are seeing a lot of um, young parents bringing up children you know i define children as zero to five mm-hmm. from five is becoming a, an actual person yes so you're seeing people raising children what do you think what do you think is there a difference about how you were raised and how people are raising children and what do you think people can do better now with raising children or let me just ask do you think people should still spank their kids or you think oh let's just talk because I can see part of you people's extreme trigger is the spanking. Mm-hmm. So do you think parents raising those children should eliminate spanking and just talk with them? You're seeing both parents and how the children are behaving. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Seth? Let's start with you. Okay, um, for me, it should be 70% talking, 30% any other thing. Yes, because I feel like young couples right now, they want to go easy. On their kids so, yeah they are so you think they're too easy yeah? yes they are just too easy they just want like let me not to do this thing let me not let they cannot feel this way and then young couples they like they like they want to do what's Amer- i don't know i don't use americans or whites whites what white people do they have this naughty corner you don't do this and you get so but then as an african in, in, in an african society um, if you're going to raise your kid like a white kid, it's not going to, it's, the balance is not going to be there. Okay, as a child of the world mm. who just complained about beating being extreme, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you think about it in that frame, do you think spanking should still be in the raising children curriculum or no, yes, you said 70 30? Yes, 70 30, yes, yeah. it should, but then it should not be too extreme. Okay. You should you should you should spank with a reason. Not like Pikeson that has a mark <laughs> on in the wall. You should spank with a reason. I I remembered growing up one time we had a lot of people. My dad accommodates people left, right, center. 
he kept something in the fr- in the fridge and then i don't know who took it and honestly i if my dad keeps something i won't go and touch it <laughs> you know i know what you know I not know, exactly <laughs> but then he just comes in and then he said that this thing is missing and then the next person is pointing I'm the one because I'm the youngest, <laughs> and then I was trying to like you know I won't. You are like ah, I'm even claiming. He gets back, 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 back before. Like and then he didn't even come back to tell. Like till today he didn't even come to say like okay after a, after a, a, a whole thought like maybe you are not the one. No, like he just there was no reason. Like the, me, I felt there was no reason for that. At least he should have told me that okay probably I feel you are the youngest person in the house, so maybe the uh, you you are the one that do you understand? So if as uh, um, couples now, I think when you are correcting your child, spanking, when you are beating them, that spanking, the word is too soft. When you are beating your child, <laughs> you should beat with a reason. There should be a reason behind it. Mm. The child should know why you are beating him. So it should not be like you are blindly just back, back, yeah. up and down. So that's what I feel. PK, what do you think? Mama, I, I think some things should not change. Like, <laughs> especially in the area of discipline, man. you cannot, you cannot not discipline your, your child and expect your child to 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 come out like the way you expect it to come like you okay, let me just say like it should be balanced like beating 50 you can use the 50 to talk to the child and make him understand that this thing he's doing is wrong he did it was wrong and make him understand that you can make him see the, the consequences of what he's doing and i think you should you actually you should actually know your children like there are some children that you know, see, you have to be this child. If not, he, he won't get what you're saying. And mm. there are children that just simply by talking to them, they will understand what, what, what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. So, like, there should, there should be a balance. And for them, the, the way, the, sorry to say, but then the, the, the way I see um, parents of now, mm. like, they don't get mine, like, <laughs> they, they, they don't want to touch their children like i don't know there's there's this should i should i should i say is is so much compassion or is that they are they, are, they don't even have the mind actually but the truth is that you actually have to if you spare the road you spoil the child mm-hmm. so discipline your child discipline your child me i, I, I will i will i will deal with my children but <laughs> but they i know that they will be, they will be I, will, I will give them room to express yeah. themselves too i think that takes us to what um and Chichi has been saying, mm-hmm. like, you're disciplining for the future. For the future it's yeah. not because of now. So sometimes, even as Ide pain you, mm, just do them. You, you'll just be doing it. Yeah. Okay. I can, I remember there was a time in Lagos, we mm-hmm. went to the supermarket with my wife, and this woman was walking around with her child. Mm-hmm. The child was shopping into her cart. <laughs> <laughs> she was shopping, no? Pushing the cart, the child was doing his shopping. She'd be like, No, leave it. We don't want this. But she's not taking it off the chart cart and this thing. <laughs> you know, we got to the payment counter. Then she came and was also on the queue to mm-hmm, pay. Mm-hmm. Then I was just standing there looking at the at the child. I shake him, I didn't say anything. Then the child, okay, then one of the attendants came with a pack of something that the child went to pick and opened it already. Yeah. So she he came with it. She came with it and told Duma, oh, your son. Meanwhile, this boy was not even there. He was still wandering around. <laughs> your son has opened it. He said, oh, we don't need it. Oh. The manager looked at her and said, no, you have to That's pay. Nice. She was like, oh, then the boy wanders there. She was like, see what you did now. Mm-hmm. What will we do with this thing? <laughs> she put it in the cart to pay for it. Too. Mm-hmm. And the boy was there. Then he went to another close counter there and was 
picking something. Mm. The way I looked at the boy, my wife just held my hand and said, "Please, calm down. Please, let's just be a good." <laughs> it was as if let me just knock your, yeah. head. your head. Men down. Men you down. understand? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I see a lot of it too with um with people in my generation. Is as if no, we love our children. Mm. Our parents didn't love us, but you are who you are today because of the kind of yeah. discipline. Even mm. though yes, there were some discipline that have people in trauma now. Right, but as you people said, there should be balance to it, yeah. with the understanding that you know how you it felt yeah. being mm-hmm. disciplined, but you also knew how stubborn you were. Of course, of course. <laughs> Do you yeah. understand? Yeah, yeah. Yes, you also yes, knew yes. how stubborn you were, and I think growing up, a lot of people did, thought some of us didn't go into vices because our parents were very strict. Mm. My dad was. I can remember. I can remember the last time, or be the only time I can remember my dad beating me. I was mm. like, how old? Four, mm. and it was because I beat my sister. <laughs> we were fighting, and she, she was, was like, mm. she was bigger than me and a little stronger than me. Uh, so I would resort to biting now. Mm. So I beat her almost when he came back, and my tooth left mark. Mm. Popsy flogged me. I can still remember the flogging up to today, mm-hmm. right? But that's about it. Mm. My dad is a talker too, and but mom, see that slippers. Ah, before you knew it, it has reached you. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. So growing up, it was that helped us to like say, oh, I don't want to disappoint this man. Yeah. Yes. That's why I I held myself not because I was beating too much and this thing, mm-hmm. but my secondary school they beat me no oh, like tea. <laughs> They that see how they use the way they flogged us in secondary school. I was just telling one of my classmates, ah, hmm. see the way they used to go and pack in to come and flog us that time. Hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. But that put some fear in me mm-hmm. that also helped me put myself yeah, in check. Yeah. That um, I can brag and say, Oh, I have awards of discipline. Yes, a lot of it was from home saying, Oh, let me not disappoint this man. Mm-hmm. The disappointment to, I will give him was more for me. So, I think we can draw a balance, as you guys said. Mm-hmm. We can yeah. draw a balance. So, what do you consider to be acceptable discipline generally when it comes to children, child raising? I know you've spoken about 40, 50, uh, 50, 50, and 70, 30. Mm. But on a more general note, what do you consider? Um, an American nurse once, once told me that um, part of the reason why diapers are made with foam inside mm. is so that when the child is misbehaving, you can spank the diaper oh. to awaken the child, not okay. necessarily inflict pain on the child, oh, but oh. just to awaken the child to consciousness of what he's doing mm. and this thing. That's an American, full American. Oh. It's not like she grew up in Nigeria. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. Never say that. So, <laughs> so what would you say would be acceptable discipline right now. Okay. You know the children now are wise, Abby. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me give an example before I, I talk. So when we go out with my parents, they serve us dish. You don't go you don't go first. The eyes will tell you. The eyes, the eyes should the eyes should tell you. You understand? Know, my mom is saying, Bazamu Chiba and she's looking at you like Bazamu Chiba and they, they now bring the food and then you go and pick. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they leave the gates, you know. you know. You understand? So there are little little things that that should be corrected. 
little little that little like you were saying in the supermarket that that is wrong my mom you cannot you cannot how will you even do that with herself <laughs> she get budget how you want to yeah shopping shopping. shopping like how how you want to so there are some little things that i see young children do these days that it's not acceptable like you can see a young child maybe he just sees he sees um another person keeping something then he goes to temper with it and then when you tell the parent the parent like hey sorry kasen yara ni kasen yara and the children you know the until these kids they are smart to they they hear all these things and then they are comfortable with it So there are a lot of things that I feel it shouldn't be tolerated. Like small, small things, it shouldn't be tolerated. So that when the kids go out, they have that standard that okay, since my parents are not cool with this thing at home, I shouldn't do it. So those things, those little, little things should it should be checked properly checked. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. First, first, first of all, I I feel like um parents should first. In fact, that 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 should be like the most important thing. Say for your child to be raised in the way of god like even even though when 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 your when the child is coming up he, he doesn't really see the she should I, he doesn't value the importance of um should i say christianity now or let me say the, the christian upbringing like even understanding it is, is is a bit difficult but then you must you must just find a way of making that child continue in that process that that that's that's one way for me and then with your own extra effort you have to also trust god to help because i don't think there's anything your parents can even tell you that if if you yourself don't want to listen to so it's just it's just for you to just do your part and keep on praying for your children and just because you you can always be with your children and then the times where you know with your children what um what what are your children doing mm-hmm. so i feel like you you just have to go with god first and then in fact you have to be with god self so whatever measures you're trying to take just make sure that there's there's god in the picture so now what do we think or what do we consider as acceptable discipline for you now toby for instance what do you consider as acceptable discipline maybe if your parents were to have another child now which i know is very unlikely <laughs> but then never say never <laughs> <laughs> what what would you think would be acceptable discipline i feel like um acceptable discipline would be disciplining to correct and not to transfer aggression yeah. or okay. to express your anger yeah. you can be angry but then like i feel like the best time to discipline a child I'm not talking based on experience but then like it should be when the when you're calm with your anger mm-hmm. so that you're able to think things through rationally and um you won't overreact or do more than you're supposed to because that I feel like that will push the child further away from you mm-hmm. Um but when you come you're able to think things through and then you'll be able to know the best way mm-hmm. to handle the situation. So um I feel like that's that's how it should be. Okay. Nice. Antichi. I'm 110% in agreement with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean maybe because that's my current goal this yeah, year, yeah. one of the goals I have. 
is to be calm. Just think it through. Give it sometimes as short as 30 seconds. Mm. A child is doing something. As fast as not running into fire or running into a busy road. Because there's no... The truth is there's really no emergency about discipline. Mm. There's no emergency except, like I said, there's danger. Mm. There's no emergency to it. So I'm, I'm getting to that place where I'm learning to c- catch myself. Mm. I recently bought a, a bracelet. So the idea of the bracelet is it's on my it right. It reminds you. Yes, it reminds me that I must wait at least 30 seconds. Mm. If I miss it, I switch <laughs> it to my left yeah, wrist. Uh, yes, so that I remind myself, okay, I goofed. I can, I can get back this way. Mm. Um, it's hard. It's hard because that's not what you learned. So mm. you're learning a new habit. Yes. Um, so, yes, I agree. I agree that we must cal- calmly um, get a hold of our own emotions because we're also teaching them how to manage their emotions yes. in the process of, yes. you know, disciplining. Mm. Um, so I can lose control with whoever is m- messing me up. Mm. So <laughs> I, I don't want to transfer that. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, I for just to add, I think discipline has to do with a lot of patience. And when I say patience, I mean you have to be consistent for the child to actually understand what you're trying to this thing. You know, with benefit of hindsight, we see and understand why our parents did some things and we're better for it today. The Bible is explicit about training up a child. And I tell people when the Bible talks about training up a child, it's talking about zero to like five. That's really a child that doesn't know anything. You're the one that determines what life is for that child at that point. So I think consistency and deliberateness. Sometimes we might not like it, but because we want to make this person a certain kind of person, we have to insist and be consistent. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you, Captain. And have a nice day. Many thanks to all our guests and our guest hosts on this week's episode of Youth Vibes. And thank you for listening to the show today. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to Youth Vibes wherever you get your podcasts. You can send me your feedback using the link at the end of the episode description or if you'd like, send us an email at youth4apc at gmail.com. That's Y-O-U-T-H number 4 E-P-C at gmail.com. This episode of Youth Vibes was produced by me, Daniel Sully, in collaboration with Ernest Nampon and Evapatu Church Youth Fellowship. It was also mixed by me. Our theme music is by Basha Adamu. Special thanks to Nkami Iwara, Seth Oziki, and Ernest Nampon. And that's it for this episode of Youth Vibes. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you right here next week. <laughs>